Yo, what is up, guys? It is time for um, another great episode of the Damage Per Second podcast. It's been a long time. It's been a week. It feels like it's been more than that. It feels like it's been two or three weeks. But um, we here. It's 9 o'clock. Well, it's actually 9.05 because your boy started to uh, count down a little late. But uh, I definitely want to welcome my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the man of many slaps. He slaps you all over the place, and he makes 16 videos at the same time. Slow-mo backslap, what has been up with you, sir? Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, y'all? Hey, look, if I sound a little off, I'm, I'm out on vacation with uh, 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 a blue snowball ice microphone, so look at this where it is, but I'm here. Time to have, you know, DPS, another another week, another podcast, but it's going to be a little extra special podcast. We're going to have uh, the homie Lord Attic. Gaming addict coming through from the IOP. We're going to be discussing some things. We definitely got a nice. We got a lot of stuff that that's that's come out this week to, to to discuss. And we got the Xbox conference coming in what like three days? Is it three days? Yeah, three days, man. Twelve this Sunday. Not um, what is it? One p.m. EST. It's gonna be yeah, gonna one be p.m. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go live. I'm gonna go live uh, for that um so so if you guys want to watch somebody uh basically uh I, i'm let me know i'm i'm going to be very honest and very very uh uh, uh objective man don't let you the show if you if you no 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 if you want an objective view of what you're about to see come on through to slow mo backslap channel you'll see you'll see oh man you're already scaring the people off. Like, I ain't going over there, man. I'm about to go watch it somewhere else. But uh, yeah, man, it's a lot of stuff, like you said, man. And uh, first of all, uh, it's good to have you here. Like I said, we didn't have to do this, but you know, um, definitely, definitely never want to miss a week. You know, no days off, no weeks off, no anything when we can definitely do it. But um, outside oh, we got to shout out some members too. Yeah, definitely. We got to shout out a couple of people that came through. Um, so we had uh, the boy, the homie Stardust Acero. He came through and became a 10 percenter. Shout out to you, bro. Appreciate the love and support. What's up, Stardust? We also got the homie Enrique, Basement Radio RK Podcast. Um, shout out to him, man. That would, uh, Plus, n- another great show yesterday over on Brap's channel. Um, had a lot of really, really good conversations. We had Dreamcast Guy in over there. Uh, we had Game Logic. The homie B Money was there. Um, Slumo missed out on some really great conversations, but I, I guarantee you he's probably listening to it, uh, yelling at his phone as we were talking about things that he probably <laughs> couldn't talk about. So, <laughs> um, I tried to listen to a little bit of it. I was I was busy. I was busy with with family and stuff. So it was kind of like I, I kind of had like one headphone on, one headphone off as I was like, you know kind of like passively listening while I was you know doing right. stuff. I'm out here. Out here in the mountains and stuff, it's it's been. Let me hold on. Let me tell you about my, my vacation, man. First of all, like vacations with family ain't really vacations, especially when you're the parent, because it's like you gotta like find, make sure that kid, the kids are are having fun. They're they're getting acti- the activities done. They're excited. They're they're involved with things. That takes time. It takes like planning and stuff, man. I'd be just so tired. I'd be like, man. Can't be just like relaxed <laughs> for a little while, but I mean, it's, it's it's been cool. It's been cool up here for the most part. Uh, I actually have got some extensive use with my Steam Deck since I've been up here because, you know, I figured like 
you know, I, I, I'm a gamer, you know, and I, I can't like not play games. So even though I'm away from my PC, my Xbox, I could, I probably could have brought my Xbox Series S. Honestly, I probably could have brought that up. It's, it's small enough, right? And I could have brought a little, but I could have brought a little man with me, but you know. And then you know, but I also, I'm not bringing my PS5 with me. I mean, like how, like just you know, freaking you know, ice sculpture or something. But anyway, so um, Lucas says because it's portable. <laughs> That's an inside <laughs> joke with us. It's not portable, Lucas. It's just small. It's not po- anyway. Let me well, stop. So she's I, not lying. She is lying. Anyway, so like I brought my Steam Deck, right? Steam Deck's cool. It's 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 got some great positives, but it also I, I gotta be honest, it's got some stuff it, that just it needs to get worked on. It mostly software related, like the stuff that Valve needs to work out. Like I still have to use like this Bluetooth portable keyboard with it because actually typing, especially when you go out of gaming mode into Steam OS, is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh what else here? Um Every now and then, randomly, um, so because like I don't like using the controls on 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 like a portable handheld stuff. So I have an Xbox Series controller that I've been connecting through Bluetooth, and the first night I did it randomly, it was uh, like the, it just kept vibrating. It wouldn't stop vibrating, and it and it wouldn't stop until I uh, completely rebooted the Steam Deck. And then there was another time I was trying to play Real Company and the left thumbstick wouldn't work. So it was just, it's just like weird like that. But um, the software needs to get there. The, everything else with the potential with it though, is amazing. So I've, I've been enjoying it. I've been playing a lot of Persona 4 Golden, a lot of Real Company, and a little bit of Fortnite, a little bit through uh, xCloud, you know, so... Hasn't been too bad, but it's been cool. But guess what, Slomo? Uh, and we got a topic about it later, but you'll be able to play your Xbox without even having to take it out your house soon on any Samsung TV. But we'll get into that later on. Well, man, well, we gotta have a certain Samsung TV, but still, uh, we got a, we got a, we got a yeah, new got guest a, here. Yeah, we got another uh, channel member. Shout out to Hargy Chani, Chani, the homie. He's a gunslinger. Yo, listen, listen, gunslingers are for real, man. You know, we all about putting on that 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 crazy amount of damage in. That's what my man just did. But uh, shout out to you, bro, for coming through and always supporting not only this show, the whole community. You always, um, you're always doing um, your best to make sure that everybody else shines, and we really appreciate the love and support you give everybody. But um, shout out to some of the people in the chat that got here. We had our boy Ashtray Gaming. He was here first. Then we had the homie Erodimus. We had we Percolator. Uh, we also had Mitchy Pooh come through. We have Percolator 9000, who really, really loves the intro song. Um, we got uh, Rip Sorta. We got him up in the chat. You know, Brap is here. Um, that guy, Smitty, always, always here on time. Uh, we got only on Xbox calling me Uncle Forte. Um, I, I'm, hopefully that's not a reference to being like Uncle Phil, because I'm nowhere near that man. We got John John the Don. Shout out to you for coming through. We got... Um, 
We got uh, Martin Hunter coming through, and um, shout out to everybody else up in the chat. We got Sir Taz, he came through. Shout out to you, bro. And we got um, the mother, the the mother of uh, dragons, the Ash and Luca here, mother of hyenas and everything. We really appreciate you coming through. And the homie gaming with Persona came through. One half of one of the best podcasts on the internet. What's up, PlayStation, with his homeboy, Jay Bari. Shout out to them. Looking forward to what they got to say. Uh, on Saturday when it comes to what they saw at the Game Awards and everything, too. So, so slow-mo, let's get into the topics, man. Let's let, you know. Uh, was- you want to you wanna introduce our guest? Oh, is he here? I didn't hear him. I've been here for like him. five minutes, oh, man. I didn't hear you like, I mean, for five minutes. I even I even said, hey, look, our guest is here. You oh. just roll right past that. Oh, well, listen, just like, listen, listen. Going. Shout out to one-fourth of the amazing Iron Lords podcast, the man that plays games on the hardest difficulty and isn't ashamed of Hey, Forza, you want to get the Discord off the screen? I don't have the Discord on the screen, do I? Yes, it's definitely on, the screen. on the screen. Are, are, if I'm looking... Are you okay, Forza? At the no, chat, are, you okay? are you serious? How's the Discord on the screen? That's weird. Look at look at the screen. I'm looking at the screen. I'm trying to see how the Discord is This is everyone else. Going sees... Everyone else sees the Discord on the stream. I don't see how the Discord should be on the screen, though. I see it. I don't know why it is. It's a completely different scene, but whatever. Then exit out of it. I did exit out of it. Apparently not, because it's still somewhere. Why is it showing the Discord on the screen? See all the, uh, <laughs> the see all the servers Forte's in. I don't know why that was showing on the screen, but whatever. Um, Attic, welcome to the show, brother. How you been? Oh, first of all, I know you. Thank you for coming through, by the way, because um, you had a very, very long stream earlier. I know you were doing it with you and King, so shout out to you guys. Um, that show almost ended three or four times, and I thought you thought it was over. I thought it was over. Everybody thought it was over, and it just kept going. So, uh, tell everybody what's been going on with you, man, and um, thanks for coming through. I'm pretty good, man. Uh, you know, uh. I, I struggled to get through that stream. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, there there's a couple times where I was like, "Do I need to be here? It, 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 do do I absolutely need to be here?" You do have to be here, but um, we're happy that you're here today. But um, slow mo. Once again, let's um get into the first thing, and I broke this down into just basically being one topic, just talking about our. Hey, go ahead. Before you do that, go ahead. We got a super chat from uh, Hargi Shani, the $2 super chat saying, Forte, your mic volume is a little low. Oh, see, look, he said I'm low, Slow Mo. You be talking about how I'm yelling Jeez, at my mic. Forte. Like, Slow Mo, are you sure you don't need a, to host these? I mean, I would, but it's like I'm on vacation. I'm, I'm on a laptop with a, with a blue snowball microphone right now. It's like this is the best I can do at the moment. <laughs> nah, I just be trying to turn it down because because Ford's uh, slow always telling me that my mic is peaking, so I turn it down a lot. It, but it's not it's not peaking. Cause well, we'll, we'll get into that later. So we, we can discuss the whole microphone stuff later. It's, it's no big deal. Nah, but um. In general, um, slow mo. Getting into the first topic when it comes to summer games facts. You know, I'll turn it over to the the guest first because I know he got a chance. He did an actual live stream and he was paying attention to every little nook and cranny that was going on at this show. So, um, Attic, tell me your thoughts just in general about the show, and then we'll get into the things that we liked and the things we didn't like about it. 
I think the show was was a good show. You know, there's a lot of content on there I didn't care about, but I do think that it was a little little shady at the beginning with pacing, but I, I feel like the, the the pacing got better towards about 20-30% of the way through, and it was pretty good pacing the rest of the show. Uh, there's a couple good announcements in there, but I do feel like a lot of these developers and publishers are holding their own announcements because there wasn't a lot there. Okay. Um, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, what'd you think, uh, Sloma? I think it was a slightly better show than his Summer Game Fest show last year, which I thought was abysmal, which isn't like really that. like. So I'm not saying it's good. It's just like not as bad as last year's show. Last year's show, he had so much, like, he had musical acts that no one wanted to see. He had all these commercials everywhere. And it, just, it was a lot of filler that was just basically trying to hide the fact that he didn't really have a lot of games to show, especially considering the way it was all spread out and everything. But um, I think this one was paced a little bit better. What I, my, my major negatives with it is that if all you got is concept art, <laughs> that doesn't need to be shown. Like, um, what's like Storm? Was it Storm? Like the one that that's the RTS game that's made by former Blizzard developers. Is it Stormforce? You wouldn't or something even. Like that? Yeah, I I can't remember what the name was, but you wouldn't even know it's an RTS. Like yeah. I looked up what they made, like during the show, and that's how I knew. Yeah, and like they get like when he started talking about RTS, I was like, wait, that's an RTS. I thought it was going to be like a like a like a, a arena shooter or something. Like like the way the trailer was, it, it didn't give me any indication that this is an RTS game. And I like all they had was concept art. Like if 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 all you really got to show was some concept art, you know what? That doesn't really need to be here. Um, I'm glad they didn't have the musical acts, but like it just seemed like to me is like the whole first half of the show, every game was in space, right? Or or, or had like some kind of anime feel to it. <laughs> it just seemed like that was like the theme of every game to the point where, it, it, like I think the cadence of that was done poorly because they started to blend together. Like people yeah. will talk about, hey, hey, this game is this game's going to be exclusive to Series X and PC, and I was like. Which one is that? Because I've seen like three or four space games. I knew Callisto Protocol was like different, right? But like all this, like there was a Aliens one. Then there's like whatever that exclusive game is. I can't remember the name of it. And there's just like, like everything's in space. And you had them back to back to back. It was, it wasn't good. It wasn't, it wasn't paced well. But again, I say it, it's, it's better than last year, which. I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there, it, I, there was a few games I, I saw that I was like, all right, I, I might have to check that out. But, like, I mean, for the most part, the show was kind of blah. Yeah. Um, just in general, man, the show, it was super. Like, it started out, like, I said, oh, Street Fighter came out. I'm like, okay, cool. And shout out to everybody that say they like fighters. If you're on Xbox, I hope you do support this game to prove that it should have come to Xbox last time when it came to Street Fighter V. This would give everybody that opportunity to prove that they actually wanted to play the game and not just talk about a game that was on another platform. Uh, so I definitely want to see people out there playing and supporting it. But it started out strong when it came to that because that Street Fighter gameplay looked fire. I was like, yo, this looks really good. And then it fell off a cliff when I saw Aliens. And I was like, as much as I love Aliens, I haven't gotten a good Alien game since Alien Isolation. 
It did it just it did it, it go ahead. I think oh sorry. So no, no, go ahead. I, I was gonna say like we, we just had Aliens Fireteam Elite. Oh. So it's just like there was just an aliens game that was very similar to this already that just came out like in what what was that January or late last year? Yeah, it was so it's August last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I just but it's I don't little, care about it's that a game. little different because it's like the one that came out last year was um third person where this one is over the top. So it has the same Oh yeah, it's a twin stick shooter too, twin, right? Yeah, it's a twin stick shooter <laughs> which which I which can work. I can definitely see it working, but I'm just Not for me. I'm just I'm already out. I'm just not feeling just because of I just have a I don't know. I just have and then they show and then my whole biggest thing with this, and I guess I like I said, I'll just talk about in general. My biggest problem with this overall show was it wasn't the lack of diversity inside of it. There was a lot of variety when it came to the games they were showing. And um, a lot of just like Addie said, a lot of stuff wasn't for me, but it just came off like you thought there was variety. There really? was a, they showed a lot of stuff. There was a decent amount of variety. They showed a lot it of just, stuff. I, I don't, it didn't really appeal to That's me. That's what it is. Like, it did. It just, I think, go ahead. I think the biggest issue Forte in Slomo is like this is what happens when you run something and you don't own studios, you don't own anything to actually show your own stuff. So it, it seemed like he was just at the mercy of what people was willing to give him. Exactly. It, 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 I mean, he he didn't really have any. I mean, he ended it with with The Last of Us, which I guess that's that that's worthy of ending a show. I guess. I mean, I think I would have preferred to see uh, uh, the Callisto Protocol or whatever it's called. I, yeah. I think I would prefer to see that at the end because, like, look, like Last of Us is good, but it's still a 2013 remake game. Like, it, it's just like I was more impressed by that protocol gameplay I saw than the game I've already played. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just me though, but Keely's very much a very like a splash kind of dude. You know, like he he he's always like his last game is always like like last year I think it was it was Elden Ring, you know, like which I mean justifiably so, but still like he's always into you look at you compare a, a brand new IP with with uh with Callisto versus a a well known IP of a game that like uh, within the series has won a game of the year, and then I can see in Keeley's mind, I need to go have that be the 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 one more thing, the thing at the end. And I guess what also kind of like messed things up was the fact that it got leaked earlier in the day, so it that kind of like definitely took some of the luster off of it. But I I, I, I see what you mean because Callisto. Oh yeah, they they all seemed upset. They kept they kept bringing it up. I was just like, oh yeah, they they kind of pissed about that. <laughs> like somebody at PlayStation it's is like, getting fired. If you're that. mad, man, like be better at not leaking shit. Like someone leaked that. Someone you know. Like I mean, it might not be someone he knows. But you get what I'm saying? Someone the company knows. So yeah, it was definitely somebody at Sony because it was uh it was leaked by them, right? Yeah. So it was like yeah, so somebody pulled the trigger a little too early which you know but, unfortunately uh, as it is it's probably like that person's person probably looking for a new job right now oh yeah definitely but you know, like i said that was my whole kind of takeaway that adding put is like this is like part of the reason why i feel like as much as people say we don't need e3 we actually do we may not need the essence of what e3 was but we need we need the structure of what it gave like we knew what sh- what shows were the ones we wanted to watch? We knew if we wanted to watch EA play, we knew if we wanted to watch Ubisoft Connect. We knew when these shows were coming and stuff like that. 
and um, you could avoid that stuff if you wanted to and not have to worry about sitting down for two hours and getting an experience of a mosh posh of a bunch of different things that you don't really truly care about. And I think that's kind of what suffered in this show. Like there was some really good games some really good showcases inside of it, but it just felt dis. It's just, it's, it seemed all over the place. And granted, I think that's kind of the point of it just to show that there's a lot of different games for a lot of different people. But uh, I just didn't, it just, I, I found myself up and down, up and down. And most of the time it was just down, but um, getting into some of the actual games they show, you know, let's, hey, want, let's, let's, yeah, let's get to Chats, let me get to Chats, um, shout out to um, Ramon Terrell with the $5 Canadian super chat. The end of the show reminded me of how much I missed the fun times with Naughty Dog when I smiled instead of wanting to jump off the building. Uh, shout out to you, bro. Um, the Ashen Luca with the $5 super chat. Appreciate you. Says, I checked out mentally. I fear the Callisto protocol looks so amazing, but combat may be a bit too similar to Dead Space. We'll uh we'll see how it's different. And you know what's kind of crazy about that game? Mm -hmm. Like I can understand a game being inspired by a game, but they literally jacked their oh, whole they style. Like they 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 even they even copy the death game. The the well, how you gonna die? How you gonna die? Like when I saw him get thrown into that little yeah into that little generator or whatever it was, like I it, it was awesome. But I was like, yo, I think I seen that in Death Space. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but it is them, right? It's like even though they their studio got shut down, it's still those like I mean for the most part like the those original developers. devs of Dead Space. So like I I do get it like that why they would kind of like do a lot of those callbacks i do kind of wonder um kind of to to uh to, to lucas point about them being so similar um i, I also kind of wonder go ahead i was gonna say especially like a month two later we're getting like the dead yeah i want to say that so. yeah. yeah 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 it's like a, a month later so i kind of wonder if like people like i think callisto's first right so if sure callisto are. comes out <laughs> And if they if that really hits, I wonder how people will will kind of like receive the Dead Space remake. I do kind of I think like Dead Space fans won't care, and I think what what may kind of help EA is the fact well, we'll that it's a that. remake. That's the, next, that's the next topic anyway. We get to that right after. Okay, this. okay, because that's literally the next topic talking about just that one thing. But um, in general, what was some of the games that you liked? at the show and what was a game that you could be like mm, i don't know why it's here i like Witchfire. Witchfire probably was the one game i thought of the most i was like yeah i definitely gotta play that when when that comes out it looked it looked pretty cool it, I, I liked what they were it, it seemed like they were kind of going with there with like the 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 motivation of the game is seen um so i i think i think when that one comes out i'll definitely be be uh very interesting jumping in on that okay what about, what about you, Addict? Yeah, you're Addict. He's muted. Sorry, okay, okay he's there. Yeah, I, my mic's being messed up. I'm having stuff going on over here. What, what was the question? Uh, give us um, a game that what was the was one game? game one game oh, it was, that you liked. It was Protocol. Like I, I enjoyed what I saw on that. I really liked um, Marvel, the uh, Midnight uh, Heroes, or whatever it's called. The card game? I, yeah, I, I got I got to see more. I was wishing they would show more gameplay on that, but they didn't really do too too much. It's kind of interesting. I, I expected more from the show, like as far as like 
announcements in general. I don't know. I don't know why I expected more, but I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the same thing for me. Uh, Callisto just kind of stole it, especially when I, I mean, being a huge Death Space fan, when I saw just the animations and stuff, the stomping on the ground, I was like, <laughs> this is straight robbery. But um, that was something I was really, really excited to see. And then just in general, I was, I, as much as people kind of crap on it, I I really liked the fact, and it got leaked out, but the the... The Last of Us stuff actually looks really, really cool. That like they show the comparisons of what it used to look like versus what it will look like now, and we can get into the whole discussion later on about if this actually needed to happen. But I was really, really happy to see that that game is going to probably get a little bit more shine. But there's some other things with that game that I kind of don't agree with. But in general, I was happy to see that they actually are um doing something with that game to um, move forward with the uh, narrative overall uh shout out with dirt griggity with the ten dollar super chat he says callisto protocol look dope and i love the death space vibes it definitely looks to be a clone but it is what it is great show fellas yeah appreciate you bro looking forward to what you guys got to say over on uh we bleed green when you guys have y'all show but um, Somo, um, what what was something you didn't like about this show? What was one of the games that you was, or something in general that you was like, mm, why did they do that? Um, once again, the whole product placement, advertisement stuff that Keeley just can't get enough of. And I understand he's got bills to pay. He's got to put on a show. He's got pay, to pay people that are a part of the process of put, uh, getting it put together. That said, like, I know some people enjoyed The Rock, and I I generally enjoy the the stuff that The Rock is in. It just for some reason, like today, I was just like, bro, wrap it up, Rock. Like, come on, he man. Was talking like, a lot too. Talking a whole lot. I mean, he put every every everything that he is currently advertising his Zoa energy drink, Black Adam. I mean, he. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he if he had like a, a like a, a whole elliptical set or something that he was about to have <laughs> since he was in the gym or something. It was just like, bro, come on, man, like wrap this up. This is nothing to do with gaming, really. Like, and and that's what like I think what what Keely shows that really irks me is that is like he has so much stuff in it that doesn't really have anything to do with gaming so often right uh, and it's and I, I i did say that it got it was a little bit better this year compared to last year because he didn't have like green day come out and just like perform a song from like 1996 but like it's he does stuff like that and it's just like look i like green day i just don't like green day doing the video game showcase right you know i like the rock and i'm gonna check out black adam that trailer looked awesome ain't got nothing to do with video games right now so i don't want to see it so like that's the kind of stuff that i, think, I thought was bad all right, what about you, Attic? Attic. Uh, I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I didn't really appreciate the Fall Guys coming back up. It's like I've seen this everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he's had this show, this game there every time. This thing uh, that he's ever done anything like it, it, like a new season. Like, it's just like, dude, we get it. Like, we get it, Fall Guys. We already got the announcement. It would be different if he, like, showed us the announcement at coming to Xbox, but he didn't. Like, that that was weeks ago. Like, like what you doing? Like, just... Yeah, that that was, a, <laughs> that was, like, one of the weird things that happened at the show. I was like, hey, they're actually talking about Fall Guys again? Okay, sure. Um, I will agree with you 
on the one thing so i do think the product placement stuff like that is kind of the thing that kind of irked me the most like i actually didn't uh, i didn't have a problem with it this year i felt like it wasn't it wasn't intrusive like you could notice it but it wasn't like last like video game awards yeah it wasn't like last year i do think the only thing like he touched on the rock thing and i love the rock man he came out there does his thing he did the same thing at the super bowl too and like he put his monologue on he raised his eyebrow shout out the the eyebrow still looks as good as it looked back in in 1990 but um i think it just went on way too long like i I was looking up while i was watching y'all stream addict i was like he's still talking and when it got to that point i was like okay we need to kind of move on from this but um outside i i I don't mind i don't mind the product placement when it's about video games like like they actually had commercials for games that were like kind of like interwoven in in between the reveals which like you almost didn't even realize that was a commercial you know but it was it was just like oh okay well you know hey look it's but it's about video games i don't care like if it's a, you got a commercial and you just run the trailer for like a Nintendo game that in between your two space games that you just showed us, then cool. I'm cool with that. It's just like when they got nothing to do with games is what I'm just like. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much the rundown of that, man. But in general, if you had to give it a score just on your experience and, and this is just a one day show too. It's not, another it's nothing else happening around this show is it i don't think so right i i think he might have something else coming up i mean like because i mean i don't think it's like the first year he did it where it was just like like, little things dripped all throughout the summer but i think he might have like another that was that was really bad but i think he might have something else coming up i'm not 100 percent certain on that though okay cool i don't know i feel like that was it that's what I'm feeling. That was it. <laughs> so what do you? So what do you give this? What if you had to give it a score, Attic? What would you give it? Uh seven out of ten. I don't think it was bad. Uh, you know, as far as someone that you know, I think this had something for everybody, but I don't think it had like a lot for any one person. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. No, I'm with you. What about you, Saloma? I give it a six. Yeah, six out of ten. That's where I'm at. Literally, <laughs> literally a six out of ten. It was. Mostly, and and partly because it was a lot of stuff that I don't care about. Like, there's games there that I actually like, but I just, I just felt like the games that were picked were, like Attic said, they were like the hand-me-downs that people were willing to donate to the show. And and at that point, is it really his fault? Because, you know, people aren't ready to show the things that they want to show, or maybe they understand that they have a... They have a window in mind that they can showcase their own games the only way the way that they want to I mean, do it. I think you struggle to have things to show again. Like yeah. when you're you're showing concept art, you know, for multiple for, titles. For multiple titles, yeah. Yeah, you, you don't really have a lot. And and then in that case, like I thought it was almost like two hours. Like I don't think it, it needs to be that long. It like you don't, if you don't have a forty five minutes at the most, honestly. Yeah, I I I have no I would have zero problem. With a forty-five minute show, if all you showed me was great-looking games, gameplay, or like a new announcement of a game with a cool-looking trailer, and you just and, and it was just like really like focused on that, the cadence is really good, and it's just forty-five minutes. I'm good with that. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to have a, an hour and forty-five minute show, and then part of it is like a, a large part of it is dev interviews, talking to devs. And about their game, and they show all they showing me is concept art. I'm good with yeah, that. I, like I don't need to see that. I actually felt like they spent too much time on Call of Duty. 
Oh, 10 minutes, bro. Oh, I agree with that. Talk about they, water and stuff. Who gives a crap about water and Call of Duty? Come on, man. If what? you think about it, if you really think about it and you look about like the landscape of gaming right now, it's like the time for remakes. Modern Warfare 2, Dead Space, Last of Us. Like it, it, It's kind of crazy how many games are coming back. Soon to be Gears trilogy. Yeah. Nope, yeah, maybe true. you're right. So, with that being said, let's move over to the next topic. It was, it was a, like I said, it was a, it was a decent show. I gave it a six out of ten, but it could have been better. But I just don't think he had anything really to show because nobody wanted to give him anything. But yeah, uh, and I think that's going to be an issue going forward. It's like you know, at least when you do a PlayStation show, you expect PlayStation stuff. When you do an Xbox show. You expect Xbox and stuff. EA, same thing. Like, that was the difference between, like, E3. The ESA didn't have their own, uh, like, conference. They, they they just put everyone else's conference under their brand. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like, like he wants to be that person with the big announcements. And and maybe, maybe certain companies like Microsoft kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say set them up to fail. But it's like when you go to the Game Awards and and you're able to uh, announce the Xbox Series X, I think that is gonna that's gonna hype you. You know, you you might even think that that's the that's the type of announcements you're gonna have going forward. You know, hey, hey, you know, now that you said that, a question has popped in my head. Do you think that he's saving some of his better stuff for the Video Game Awards, the bigger event that he does? And then at that point. I feel like the video game awards, it's primarily an awards with announcements. Like we might want, we might go there for the announcements, but it's built around the awards. Like this is built around announcements. Yeah. So it's just like at that point, you're sacrificing one hand to save the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but but like if, if the video game awards is the bigger event for him, like he gets the most eyes on that, then. I can see him like I have the option of showing, I don't know, like some amazing game that like, or or say let's say another uh, huge announcement like uh, potentially a new platform being announced or something like that. And I'm gonna show that at Game Fest or I'm gonna show that at the Video Game Awards. It's probably I agree with you, but at the same time, his goal is to pretty much ensure that the E three is never coming back. You know, like he he wants that spot. He wants that that recognition he like he even said next year his event will be will be in person so but it's just like when you hold guns back for another event i feel like by next year e3 the sa might be back on their feet you know what i'm saying like i, I don't that's know a, like that's a that's a reach with the esa I, man I they a little uh, I, I don't think the esa is gone they're not gone but they're terrible and so, because they're terrible at what they do, it's it's and plus with with the pandemic and then them sucking, the the, the that has ended in this this result where a lot of these publishers realize, wait, but why am I spending millions upon millions of dollars to go to this event to do the same thing I could do on my own without the ESA, and I'm doing all the other work to put my show together anyway. I can just save myself some money, pre-record this. And then just scream it out to the world to still get the same amount of eyes on it. 
that I would get if I went to LA to do this. So it's just like that. that I got like fly all my people out there. It's just like, I, I feel like, you know, like as much as the gaming community loves E3, that it's, it's become a little archaic when it, for, as far as the companies are concerned. And I think the ESA really dropped the ball in allowing the companies to realize that with all of their mishandling with things, their mishandling things with the gaming media, their inability to to adjust to what was happening in the gaming industry, and then their whole slant with like trying to go the celebrity route that really kind of pushed EA and Sony away from away from doing the show. Like when they saw Sony was like, I'm not really down with the direction you're going. They should have put a, a stop to what their direction was. And like, this is one of the bigger people that you want to have at your, at your event. They're about to bounce because of the direction you're going. And they just like completely oblivious went head first into it. And here we are. So it's just, I mean, like, yeah, they're definitely planning on coming back next year, but they said that like last year. And I kind of figured like, yeah, but we just recently we just started having public events again. So, you know, I think they probably put the curtains up a little bit too soon. I'm not saying they're going to come back and be what they used to be. But what I will say is I do feel like in-game, Jeff wants to do something similar to E3. Not E3, but something similar to E3. So uh, right now it starts as a conference. Then you, you know, then he's trying to get people together in a building. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like ESA's approach was better to let everybody under one brand do something and not try to do your own thing. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean. Nope, I agree, hundred um, percent. Moving on to the next thing, let's talk about this dead space, man. Let's talk about dead space. Let's talk about um, Callisto Protocol. I will start. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is bad for Dead Space because it is literally ripping off the game in every fashion possible. Second of all, it wouldn't be as bad if it was coming out first. If Dead Space was out first, I think it would be a nice like kind of send off to the original style that the game was um built in. But the fact that this game is coming out second, I think it might get passed over by a lot of people. Now, people that love Death Space, like myself, I think are going to go out and try this game. But I think it's literally a month and a half at most that the... Well, they haven't given the uh, exact date for Death Space remake. I know it's in January. But um, it's within a month to two months, basically. So my thoughts to you guys is... Is there anything that they can do <laughs> to kind of salvage, not not salvage it, but make this game stand out a little bit more versus Callisto, or is it just going to be Callisto's to lose when it comes to um, taking over the mind share from people when it comes to this game coming out? I think Dead Space will be all right. Um, you know, maybe they can reach out to you know services like uh, PlayStation Plus uh, and you know Game Pass to try to make up for the money they might lose off them being too similar because there are going to be people it's like look i've played dead space i haven't played this and they're going to choose the new thing right uh but i do feel like the audience that was going to pick up dead space was already kind of small in general i i, I think it was going to sell well but i don't think it was ever going to push numbers numbers right you know what i'm saying and I, yeah. it's one of those games that's going to take time to make money like a lot of money like i don't i feel like 
if money is the issue and they want to make sure they make as much money as possible, you know, get that get that game pass. Take that check from Microsoft, you know, get that in PlayStation Plus, take that check from PlayStation. That's the only way they could really get that up. I don't I don't see anything they can they can do besides make a good product because at the end of the day, if you make a good product, people are going to buy it. But there is the issue of both the products are good. If mm-hmm. both those games are good games, then there's going to be a lot of issues on picking which one. But we're hardcore. We're probably going to have them both anyway. It's the casual they yeah. got to fight over. Right. But, but I don't think this is like, look, I'm not a Dead Space fan. So, like, I'm, I'm talking out of ignorance here. I'm just talking play, from, You're not even yeah. going to play these games. So. I'm not even playing. I'm not even. I, I, I'm not playing either Subscribe one of these to the games. Master game to make play. I, will, I will watch other people play this game and I will get my popcorn and I'll have a great time. Right. But what, what, what they, I think this is more of like a, a hardcore kind of gamers game anyway. Like I don't really see casual gamers jumping on either one of these. So like, I think for the most part, this space is going to be fine because I think the same people that were hyped uh, that are hyped for Callisto and were hyped to see hear about the dead space remake are going to get both of them. I feel like, like I, I feel like people like Luca and Forte, you're getting both games. So I, I don't really think like they have that much of a problem. I, I could see people like playing the remake. And if Callisto was like, like didn't, isn't that whole grapple thing and then throwing people at the fans and Callisto like kind of newish compared to what Dead Space is doing, right? Right? Right. Forte? Yeah. Okay. So like if Callisto has a lot more stuff like that, where it's basically has taken Dead Space's formula, its game design, and and iterated over it enough, yeah, to actually make it like significantly a better product overall and a better gaming experience overall. People playing that and then going playing that, I think people will still buy Dead Space or still play Dead Space, but then afterwards, kind of go like, man, that Callisto really. <laughs> the listener really, really did did one on me because now it's like I can't go back to this and really enjoy it the way I was going to if it was just if Callisto didn't come out first, you know. And, and but and, and that could be even with EA. Like the game looks beautiful for what I've seen, you know. In the and Frostbite's always been an engine that you know you can make some really amazing visuals and like. But then you got to deal with the whole like buggy issues because. Frostbite my games have been like I don't know they've been really difficult to 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 uh you know make make sure it's uh the game is is great at launch and not uh have a bunch of issues at launch but if they can to basically give people the same feeling that they got from the first game and just maybe do some like quality of life improvements modernize it for 2022 uh, or 2023 I guess it is then it should be fine but I, I do kind of feel like Callisto might kind of like dampen the mood for it a little bit. I was gonna eat into it, bro, <clears throat> easily. At least that's what I think. But I think in general, it's just gonna come down to people that are interested in one or the other is gonna pick that one. And I do think Attic has a really big point, especially with Callisto coming out in November. Um. It really depends what the first half of the year looks like, because if there's really nothing in the beginning of January towards the middle of February, it's a good chance that people will try that, especially if they really, really did like Callisto. They'll be like, you know what? Let me go back and experience Dead Space again 
I just think it's going to take a little bit of more marketing on their end to get that out because there's going to be people that's going to think that this is Dead Space. <laughs> they, they're going to be like, no, this is Dead Space. And um, and that's I'm not going to say it's going to confuse the marketing thing because, you know, I don't think the IP is that big in order to do something like that on either side. But it's just a really interesting thing to see that one game made by developers that made the other and then you just happen to have the remake of that game coming out and it just sitting where it is. So it's going to be a really interesting conversation to see where that's going to go. But uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. Really appreciate everybody coming through. Um, let us know what you think of the situation. Let us know what you thought about the Game Awards. We do have a poll running right now where, as of right now, everybody's saying, you know, 62% says it was okay, wasn't horrible. 19% said it's good. 20% um, of you guys said either I didn't watch it or it was terrible. So uh, shout out to you. But uh, let's move on to the next thing, which is uh, slow-mo, this Last of Us uh, situation. So... I know you were um, looking at a lot of the information. You saw Tom Henderson actually leak out the information around the um, game being announced at the uh, Game Awards and it coming out this year. So why won't you lead us on? That wasn't Tom. I mean, not Tom. That, that was actually... That was what's his name, not Tom the, Henderson. The, that's the only, the only PlayStation leaker out there uh what's it the snitch yeah, is his snitch, name on yeah. twitch or something like yeah, that he yeah showed just... up out of nowhere and literally leaked a bunch of stuff and <laughs> yeah he's the only oh, absolutely reliable one yeah but he's at he, he it's crazy how accurate his leaks are like yes it's not even like like he literally leaked the entire state of play like he didn't get nothing yes. wrong and if you look and, at and the page thing wrong all it was in order like <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, the, in the order of everything showing up too yeah yeah he, he's 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 the only good place to leak it but he leaked it although like the way he leaked the last of us part one had people thinking that it was uh going to be pc day and date which i would have that would have been awesome i would have loved that because just to see the the salt all over the my, my timeline would have been um, um beautiful but uh, that said, uh, it looks like, uh, uh, according to Neil Druckmann, he said it would be the PC version will be coming out shortly thereafter. Um, so I'm thinking probably still sometime this year, just not right at launch in September, Closer like uh, the PC version. Day and date. Yeah, it's getting there. Um, I, in, in regards to um, the topic of whether is it really if is is it really needed? Of course, it's not needed. We didn't need. We didn't need. They had to remaster this uh, um, last generation, and it's still playable. It still looks good. Mm. You know, was it needed? Absolutely not. But did the, the Sony see that like this IP is 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 hidden, and it's, it's it works, it's lit, and it, and they're gonna make money off of it. Absolutely. So whether it's it's needed or not, people are gonna buy this in droves, even though it's seventy dollars. With no factions in it, um, although you do get the Left Behind DLC included in that, people are still gonna buy it like crazy. So yeah, I mean, like they're they're gonna make out um, really well with this, especially when it hits PC. I think it's gonna do really well on PC. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Sir Taz with the, with the membership. He told I asked him said why you sell the slow mo and not to my channel. He said well you don't have any typos in your in your topic list. I'll sub and shout out to him. He finally did it. <laughs> shout out no typos hashtag <laughs> fail check. <laughs> shout out to you, bro. Appreciate hey. you. Uh, well, go ahead. Finish what you saying. I'm done though. Uh, I think in general, 
that um this definitely didn't need to happen. Like you, you spoke to it a hundred percent when it comes to, we just got a re a remaster of the game. And the reason they did a remaster, remember some they said, oh, well, they said there's a good amount of people that didn't have PlayStation threes during that generation. And we wanted to give these people <clears throat> the experience to play that game on the uh, PlayStation four. That was also the mindset around the collection for uncharted too. They did the same thing with that, with that in mind too. And guess what? We also got that mood at the PS five too. So I'm wondering all those people that had PlayStations didn't play those games initially. So they're, they're still just, you know, consistently remastering or, bringing them up to code to work on the new systems, which I don't have a problem with. That's fine. I think the biggest problem I, I have will say is, this, though. Go ahead. Uh, the That story, which I think I enjoy That's the part one story. story more than part two, right? With part, but with part two's gameplay. Ooh, yeah, they did say that that's that, something they that's, did. That, 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 that might be worth another run through the game. I, I mean, I've played through it like twice already. But like that might be worth a a third run through of that story to play it with like you know the with the the more advanced version of that gameplay um from from part two yeah I'll, I'll be down for that um on PC of course because you know like shortly thereafter tells me it's going to be a couple of months to where I can play this with you know a higher fidelity higher frame rates you know like better graphical settings all the stuff that like you get on pc that you don't get on consoles like all of that yeah i'll 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 wait a couple months for that you know it's not that big a deal plus it's a a remaster like so so what right it was it was a brand new game i'm not waiting but a remaster i mean sorry a remake i mean at this point at this point if you haven't played the game you can i I would just wait for a sale but but speaking on price attic what do you think about the 70 dollar price tag for this game uh i think it's a little Honest. ridiculous okay. considering it's not it's not the actual $60 title that we got in 2013 there's no multiplayer uh, you know i guess they are bundling on the expand the DLC the standalone DLC that's cool mm-hmm. but it's just like but you, didn't you get that with the remaster and, and when it came out for the PS4 you did and you got the you got the PVP portion as well so it's just like look like if you feel like you don't need to buy this because of that, I understand that. But at the same time, yeah. like, what what other options do we really have, really? Like, realistically? You just not going to play it? Yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, with that, that that's what it always comes down to for me. I always say that, like, we, we begin to these discussions about what, what's worth what, and, and that, oh, like, they priced it at this much, like, but this is missing, or that's missing, or in the case of like Nintendo, they didn't do anything to the game, and they're charging more. Mm-hmm. Like those kind of situations, I always say say this, regardless of where I fall on what I feel like is worth it to me or not. That cost value is subjective, and it's going to be different for every person. Like the three of us on this panel, like one of us could say, like, man, that's, I'm buying that. That's worth it to me. And then another one of us could be like, or two of us could be like, nah, fam, not for $70. I'll wait for it to, to go on sale or whatever. Or I'll wait for it to hit 50 or whatever. Like, that's that's fine. If, if that is what you you think the value of that game is, go for it. Like, because that's what it is to you personally. I, 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 I never go at anybody who feels like, 
I don't, no, no game is worth seventy. Even though I kind of feel like that's a little much when people say no game is worth a certain price, because I feel like if it's a game that you love and they do a remake of it, like if you absolutely love, say like like I love Chrono Trigger. If they did a remake with Chrono Trigger in the vein of like a Final Fantasy VII remake, I don't care what the price is. It could be five hundred dollars. Guess I'm I'm spending five hundred dollars on this remake because that's what I, I'm I'm getting it right? right. And so like really like it's like the value is really about what it is for you. Like if 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 even though they wouldn't do this, but Playground came out here and said, "Hey, Attic, that Fable remake about to be ninety dollars at launch, and it's not going to be in Game Pass." Which are you going to? I'm boycotting. I'm not doing it, right? Or, or are you going to get the game? First thing I'm hitting up is, yo, IOP, I need to review this game. So I think we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> right. <laughs> you're going to find a way to get that game, right? So it's just like, it's 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 a, it's a subjective thing. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the game, it's clearly a difference. Like, this isn't one of those, you could barely tell a difference. There's a huge difference between the the, the versions. So it's just like, look, like, I think this was mainly done for branding purposes so they could put that part one on there because uh, I think if they do continue the Last of Us franchise, they're going to continue with that kind of uh, segment. So it's like, look, like they had to do it for their branding purposes. And if you want to buy it, buy it. If you don't, then shut up. Like, Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the best way to look I, at it, too. Honestly. I, I do 1000 percent think there's going to be a part three at some point. I think that's definitely somewhere in, in pre-production somewhere in Naughty Dog. I think there'll definitely be a part three at some yeah. point. So yeah, yeah I, I, I do think, I think the branding is probably a good part, of, part of it too. Mm, I think Abby would be in it, but I don't, I don't know if she'll be like the main character. We'll have to see. The but. fact that the fact that uh, they named it part one pretty much tells you all you need to know. Like, Yeah, I think a lot of people would have been more happier if... Oh, like I said, I, I don't think the $70 in general is a big problem. I just think the missing, the lack of content that was there available, like it's, there's nothing to supplement that difference. Like, you know, the first one, like you said, had multiplayer, but they supplemented the first one by giving you the DLC and the multiplayer. I mean, they yeah, they break everything over, but now they're just giving you the, the DLC, but they're doing a completely separate multiplayer, which we could dive into um right after this but i just think if they would have gave like the like maybe not even a remastered version of the not a remaster but a uh, yeah a remastered version of the first one or the second one i mean if they would have did that i think people would have been happy too. like just give you a voucher code for the second one along with the purchase of this game and stuff that would have helped out with people too oh wait, wait a remaster of part two like just one well, well, i mean remaster like bring it up to like bring like overall because what did they give it with the it doesn't have a playstation version of the playstation 5 version of the game but you do get the enhanced like 60 frames per second and stuff like that i forget right. i forget what they gave you but i think that they should at least they could have well, i'm not gonna say they should have i'm just saying it would have been nice to get like a version of the playstation 4 version for the ps5 that you could play on your system as a code that came with your disc i think that would have been another great olive branch for them to actually do when it comes to that, just to give more value to the package in general. But like Alex said, ultimately, shut up. If you if you don't want to buy it, oh, well, just don't buy it. I mean, me personally, I will probably sit out and wait until this game drops to be like 40 bucks or something like that. Then I'll pick it up because there is value there because I do see 
the difference is when they started showing side by side comparisons of the game, I was like, it's yo, that looks night really, and yeah, night it's and night and day. Like you can see that they put work into it, but I just don't Girl. know. It, it goes back to the whole thing. Like I didn't buy Returnal was a brand they also, new. They also used technology to completely redo the uh, the mocap yeah, as well. Exactly. Without, so. without actually having the actors come back in to do the mocap, which I thought was pretty cool when they explained that. Yeah. So um, I. I, I think that's also probably the reason why they they had to break their silence on on factions too, or whatever mm-hmm. they're gonna call it, um, because the whole idea of like wait a minute, so this is you're, you're charging seventy dollars for this, but this is missing content from you know from before. Yes, it looks better. Yes, it's gonna perform better, and it's and the gameplay is gonna be better, but there's missing content, and I think they they felt like they had to do that. In order to like let people know, hey, look, well, well, I know you're probably wondering where factions is. This is what why they had the, felt the need to even show concept art to kind of like let people know, hey, look, we are working on this. And but but then the fact that they show all, all they could show was concept art tells me I don't even think it's coming out next year. Like I think it's going to be like a 2024 standalone game. Yeah, what do you think about that? You feel like they. It, it would make sense. They, they, they did a God of War thing. They, they said they formally announced it because they knew that they announced the the remake of the first one, they would get laughed off stage. So they had to do something with that. You know, the fact that there wasn't any info really on factions, considering how long they've worked on factions, means that you know that, that I don't think that game was ever intended for uh, the the second last of us last of us part two i think that's something that was afterthought oh we're getting a lot of backlash for not having factions now we got to make one i don't think that was ever in development during the last of us part two development because yeah. look how long it's took uh, yeah i feel like you could have you could have made that you probably could have made two of them by now like it's been what three four years who actually was it who actually did the remaster or the yeah the remaster for um last of us part one well who did that ben studio started it and then naughty dog took over naughty dog took over so part of me believes <clears throat> that a lot of this has to do with the fact that maybe naughty dog just didn't have the like they had to split off into teams and they just had a really small team working on factions and factions just hasn't been such of a priority especially i mean this also goes back to like i said with the whole pandemic thing you know who knows how far this game would have been on people always talk about <laughs> how you know it it hasn't really affected sony or these other publishers when it comes to game development and stuff but maybe they just prioritize other things like they prioritize getting last of us part two out they prioritize getting last of us remastered redone and everything like that or remake done and now they're finally working on factions and stuff like that you know so i am with slow-mo the fact that they couldn't even show like they couldn't even show you any type of gameplay for something that they've been talking well not even really talking about but something that's been known for two to three years at this point people well, knew this well it's been i just looked up it's been two years uh june the no it got delayed past june didn't it It didn't come out in june i think it got delayed it got delayed a yeah. little bit yeah so i mean we're, we're coming up on about two years to me if that game was in development before when they kind of like hinted like acting like it was in development during that time frame we would have 
we would have factions by now. I, I feel like it's literally been two years of development because they started that when part two was done. You what do you, what do you think? I heard you say this on uh, IOP. Well, um, a little bit earlier than that because they there was that remember when they got leaked that factions wasn't going to be a part of the Last of Us Part Two, and then they were forced yeah. to come out and talk about it. They had there was uh people who had like you know did the whole investigative thing went on LinkedIn looked at found their like their their job announcements and stuff they had and then there were other information I think Jason Schreier came out with that said like that's when they had split off to become a completely different project and so like that's when they started hiring in and putting the announcements to try to get people to, for with experiencing working on multiplayer games to come in to help fill out the team that was going to be running that. But that was like, that had been about like six months before Last of Us Part Two came out. Because I remember it was around the time of, what is it, what do they call it? The annual day for The Last of Us? I forgot what it's called. But um, it was around that time. Because people was like, man, I better hear something about this Last of Us Part Two for this, for, for this, you know, this, this, this day. And then I, that's when people were coming out with like, oh, oh, oh factions mm-hmm. isn't going to be a part of it. Right. What'd you hear me say on IOP? No, I'm gonna say I heard you. You mm-hmm. brought up a good point when you were looking at the concept art that it, they could actually probably do something when it comes to like a battle royale for that. It looked like battle royale ish. Like it, you saw people in, in like on the floor, uh, on the ground floor. You saw people on the rooftop, like. It looked like a battle royale type of thing. Like I don't know if that's what they're doing, or maybe they're gonna do like some kind of hybrid, or maybe it, it's gonna be kind or of multiple like, modes. It could be like more than one mode, like I like think, the old school stuff, and then like you know some new kind of stuff too. I think you're probably gonna see a like a preview version of it next year that runs, and then you'll see the full blown version of it comes out the year after. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. Uh, but before we move on, yeah, do you, you guys think it's going to be uh, day and date on PC and, and PlayStation Five? Yes, yes, I believe it by then. Because right now yeah, we're probably agree. What, yeah. three to six months between the Last of Us a remake and, and between that and the PC version. I think by then they'll be doing day and date. Like maybe not with every game, but games that make sense. And I feel like that game, if anything, makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. The live multiplayer games day and day with PC makes a lot of sense. You want to, you know, especially early on, you want to try to give a game, a very, a brand new game that needs a community to survive. You want to give it as many people as possible. So having it available on multiple platforms definitely does that. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree too. So really appreciate everybody stopping through. Make sure you hit the like button. Amazing show. We got 78 people up in the chat. Shout out to you guys. Um, Blade X says faction is going to be a PvP, PvE, PS5, PC game. Naughty Dog has double team size, uh, which we already know, and um, that they're working yeah, on well, different games. A lot of Sony. Like, here's the thing. Sony does understand that Microsoft buying studios is an issue for them, like long term. But they don't have the money to compete on that kind of scale. So they're going to double down on the current studios they have now. So their best teams are making multiple games. They're not just one at a time. That's the only thing they can do unless they're going to buy more studios. And I think Sony isn't done buying studios. But, you know, Bungie, I felt, probably took a lot of their, what's the word I'm looking for? Their studio money, mm-hmm. money gone. I, I still think they got uh, they got plenty of money. But people need to realize that, like, 
they're not liquid like that. Like they that that deal was big for them. And you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think I don't think they're going to buy anything like publishing wise, but I do see um, them buying smaller ooh. studios like Remedy. Yeah, it, Score Enix I, is I different. I think they might buy a publisher. I think we might, by the end of the year, see Sony may have, have acquired one publisher. Definitely nothing like other size, like an EA or like Are a... Are you talking like about a, Square a, Enix? A, or, or, or maybe maybe Sega. Mm, I don't you think know, they're buying Sega. Know. We'll see. We'll see. You know, like I... I, I, I but something of that size, because you look at like the size of those companies, like that's... that's the, those Both of those those publishers are smaller than, but than what... Uh, Microsoft spent the acquire. Here's the thing I don't see them investing into stuff they can get easily by second party stuff. It like that. I think that's one of the reasons they ain't already. Like, I feel like maybe Square Enix, you know, because that's more about we'll never have to touch this thing again. You know what I'm saying? Like, they get Square Enix. Mm -hmm. They they they'll have the Final Fantasies unlocked. They'll have the uh, the other studios unlocked. They won't ever have to worry, really worry about, are we going to lose Final Fantasy this year? But you know we're going to have to see that the biggest thing that's going to determine is if Final Fantasy VII shows up, uh, coming on Xbox, uh, Sunday. Then I think I, that's I had, going. That, that's a part of my predictions. We, you know, Forza, you gotta speed this up, man, because we gotta get to these predictions, man. I, you, I, you, I, I'm you, itching. You, 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 you itching? All right, let's. I'm itching to, 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 to tell y'all about what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Let's, okay. let's do speed, brother. Man, Last of Us Two Part One <laughs> remake. Did this really need happen? No, but it happened anyway. Xbox launched five new games during the PS <laughs> financial year 2023. I guess, man. Start streaming Xbox games for your Samsung. TV now. That's just how it is, man. Go buy a Samsung TV. Project Moonraft recreated demos to Xbox Game Pass. That's cute. Okay, now we're on the prediction. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but the, the funny thing, that's exactly how the rest of these topics about to go. Man, but they're about to go super speed. Yeah, definitely. All right. So yeah, moving on to the Xbox will launch five of new games during physical year twenty twenty. We already know what those games are. Avowed. Already know. Uh, but wait, hold on. Let me let me say about um Starfield, Redfall, um Pentiment, Forza Motorsport, and and Grounded's official release. There's your five. Hmm. You think Grounded's official release is going to be one to five? Yeah, because it's been in in early access yeah, this true. entire time, and it's and it's coming out early access this year. So there you go. Attic. Uh to be honest with you, man, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You gotta care, yeah. Attic. Well, why do I gotta kill? Explain to me why I gotta care. Oh man, I already missed the. Never mind. I'm not even gonna say it. Missed the best part of this show on the screen. What was the best part? Mm. What I, exactly you want me to comment eye, on? The, I'm just saying the, the eye candy that was shown at the beginning of this Cuphead trailer. I mean, what well, part of the are, show are right we, there? I assume we're still on the Last of Us talk, or did we? No, no, we're we're talking about Xbox now. I don't know what Forte is talking about. Like he, I just like completely in a different dimension right now. Mesmerized by something that happened. Different multiverse. You're on Earth like six one one. Are we talking about the five games? Yes, the five games. Yes. Yeah, because you confused the hell out of me. Listen, I literally had a brain fart because I was looking at Cuphead, and it just reminded me of what I saw at the beginning of it. But go ahead. I mean, 
what five games, and they said, "I could see it." it within I mean, the next fiscal year, so it's got to be between now and and next June. So basically, uh, five, so the, so basically, I don't know. The, I think that that might be a little bit. Who said that? Uh, Jason uh, Widow Central. Yeah. So okay, so the big the biggest thing how this is breaking down is the fact that um. With even with the release, not the release, with the delay of Redfall and the delay of Starfield, a lot of people are wondering what the roadmap of Xbox is going to look like going forward because they how they delayed games and stuff. But most people don't understand how the physical year for Microsoft work. It works from July to June. So all of these games that got delayed out of the physical year, well, out of 2022, are still part of their next year physical lineup when it comes to all of the games that they're releasing. So they still have the same amount of games that they have profiled to come out for the year 2023 when it comes to their physical year. But they're trying to get ahead and like, because you know the whole conversation that Xbox doesn't have anything for the next year. Yes, for the year 2022, as of right now, we don't know what's coming. We we have... um. We have thoughts on games like, you know, Forza, but we don't know exactly until we get to the showcase and they start talking about it. So there was a there was a uh, interview with um um what was his name? Um ugh, head of Xbox, not not Matt Phil Spencer. Matt Booty. Matt Booty. Matt Booty came out and he was talking about how he was he it was in the same article where he's talking about Call of Duty and not separating the um, the player bases and stuff like that. Like the ecosystems will still stay intact, and they were rounding that all into the same conversation about how they still had a bunch of games, you know, set for the quarter year or not quarter year, physical year, twenty twenty three. They're not going to separate players. They're going to keep ecosystems together. Fiscal year is the word that physical. you keep calling physical year. I said physical. F I. It's F I. S-C-A-L. Fiscal is not physical. Let's say fiscal. Fiscal. Okay. okay, it's just a word. So I'm gonna calm down. I, I'm. I'm just. I just want to make sure that everyone knows what you're talking about. Everybody so knows that Forte got a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> he says stuff wrong all the time. It's all right, so go ahead, man. Go ahead. Part of the <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, but I but that's the biggest conversation. So in the article, they basically talk about you know titles that include Age of Empire Four, Flight Simulator, because this was going back to the conversation where people said Xbox doesn't have had had no games really released over the course of the last year calendar year. But these are some of the games that they did have come out that they talked about. They had Age of Empire Four, they had um, Microsoft Flight Simulator. They had Psychonauts 2, Halo Infinite, and Forza 5. They're saying that they're still on track to have the same amount of games released this physical year. Physical. Ugh, this year. Physical. Physical. Okay. Every time I want to say it, someone say it for me. Um, okay. Okay, cool. This year versus last year. So the thoughts is, do you think Xbox is finally going to get to the point where we are going to start getting that game every quarter and when do you think that's going to start happening since they're ramping up and saying that we're still going to be on track to release just as many games as we did two years ago when it comes to um just releases for xbox did i break it down easy easier for you attic okay what oh my god <laughs> i'm sorry stuff's going on in here i thought you was talking to slow-mo 
no, that's all no, good. That's okay. You well, got wait, some, no, you go ahead I, I will I will I will summarize. Essentially, Jess Corden came out with an article and it said that Xbox will have in the in the next fiscal, oh, okay, 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 fiscal okay. year five games that they will launch and and I, I listed all five games that I think they are. And I guess Forte's asking you what games do you think they are? Oh, okay, okay. I, I think that we're probably gonna see uh let me think. Forza. That's one of them. Right. Uh, I, I think we'll probably... I don't know. I, I For some reason, I don't feel like Starfield's getting delayed, like, drastically. I, I, I think you'll see that, like, March sometime next year, around that time frame. Yeah, they, uh, they, so they say would, both Starfield and Redfall will be early 2023. At least that's what they hope they are. So yeah. th- that's three. But the thing is... uh. There, there's that game by City and the one that Josh is making, Pentiment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll probably see that. I don't think a Valve's coming out by that. I, I don't think because I think they're probably going to save a Valve for like the middle of next year. I think it's going to be the oh, middle of next year. I think I think it no, might be a holiday game if they yeah, if they think it's no. I think their holiday game is going to be Hellblade. Ooh, uh, I think you'll see a Valve probably around. E3 is time next year, maybe a month after. They'll probably do some, and maybe you even see it before E3 next year. I don't know. Like, this is the thing that, you know, we've been saying. Like, they got so many games. The issue is now, since you're starting to have some of these games finally finished, the issue isn't even if they have games. It's like, how can we possibly fit them in a 12 month cycle? And, you know, ideals every three months. But, because so many games have been delayed, can they do that? You know what I'm saying? Like they some of these games might have to 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 launch close to each other. Especially if they're saying five five games between now and, and next June. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but I mean like but some of them are in so many like different like genres that I feel like if you did launch them close to each other, I don't think like you would be one game would be hindered by another it wouldn't be like a, a titanfall to going up against battlefield and call of duty kind of situation because that game being a first person shooter was just so similar to those other games that it it, it, it got ate up but like if you got pentiment close to like forza motorsport like the people who play forza i don't think we're gonna play pentiment yeah, or and vice versa the only one yeah. that they can't have close is starfield and avowed because they're a little bit closer in the same right, spectrum right. Than, than anything else so i would say you know maybe maybe maddie over there right maybe avowed launches this holiday well, like, that's, maybe, what, that's what i'm thinking because you gotta think starfield i think is definitely coming out in the first half because if that game falls that game's not going to fall out of the of the projected year for 2023. If it comes out past June, that's gonna that's gonna put it out inside of that. And then you got to think. I I do like your thoughts on Hellblade being something that comes during the holidays, but part of me believes first of all that game ain't ready. Second of all, I, for some reason they always show it at the video game awards and it seems like i think that's what they're going to i show think you're going to see release date in the video game awards that's what i'm thinking too i'm thinking you may see it at the at the showcase but you won't get a release date but for some reason hellblade has been heavily tied to everything huge announcements to the video game awards and i think that's where you're going to get the release date for it and i think that 
possibly <laughs> could be the holiday game. Now, Avowed, on the other hand, could that be the September game? And it also, it really just depends on when they decide. No, I'm to- talking about Avowed coming out this year. Oh, you talk about this year? That was, I don't know. Is yeah, because that, that's what Maddie thinks. He thinks that, because here, here's the thing. I know people in the industry that that's seen it. Uh, the, the the game is very, like, I wouldn't say detailed or anything like that, but the way they've described it, especially Jazz, like, the game feels done when he was looking at it. Like, it was very, it's like, it's far along very in polished. It's it, yeah. just like, look, at the end of the day, we don't know why things were done this way or why things were done that way. Like, for all we know, they were going to show Valve last year, but they pushed it because of Starfield because they know they couldn't have them both in the same around the same time so for all like to me i know this might sound bad i feel like xbox and bethesda would prefer to launch a buggy star field in this holiday than not launch anything at all or a buggy I, I felt avowed you mean no no a buggy star field like i feel like oh, if they had yeah, nothing for yeah. this holiday they would have they would have and i don't I think the game might have a little bit more bugs than they're willing to to do it, and that's why it got pushed back a little bit. But I feel like Avowed might be at a state where it was done, but they pushed it because of Starfield. So if Avowed was done, they can just put it back where they originally anticipated before they bought Bethesda. Okay. Because I feel like they looked at both of those games because they will be finishing around the same time. It said... Starfield's going to be a bigger, bigger call. A bigger hit. And, first, and now, yeah. since it's got delayed, maybe they're being more willing to bring Avowed back to where it was. Because if you guys remember, like it was rumored for a long time, Avowed was coming at end of twenty twenty two, beginning of twenty twenty three for for a long time. Right. I mean, look, I think it's definitely a possibility. I think if if it is it's, coming out this year, that's like something that we will definitely know. I, I think it's something we definitely will know Sunday because oh, it's yeah, coming Sunday, out this definitely. year. It, it's going to be a, it's going to be a big gameplay trailer or reveal, and it's going to be saying release date. It's October, November, or whatever of twenty twenty two. So I mean, that would yeah, be, I mean, like it, it's. Hmm? No, I said that would no. Go ahead. I was saying that that would be huge if they actually pulled that off. Yeah, if they actually um, like that off, that would be huge. Thirty seventy, man. That's all. I'll give it thirty seventy. But we, we get into the prediction stuff, so let's keep going. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's like like Forte needs to speed this up, man. No, listen, y'all to keep talking. I'm just letting y'all go. Y'all want me to shut y'all down? You the host, man. Okay, all no, right. you the tell us when we be moving up. on to the. All right, I would say shut look, up. You ain't gotta forward. be rude about it, host. Say, you just gotta okay, be like, gotcha. hey, moving on to the next moving topic. On. All right, street. All right, so Samsung TVs going to have the ability to be able to just base well not any samsung tv you're gonna have to buy a new one because it's not gonna have the capability built into it unless they do software or hardware firmware updates to allow this to actually be a thing which we know is actually a possibility Uh, i don't know if that's gonna be a possibility well, I don't think that, a firmware update is going to be able to do it. Well, we know that they've been able to do firmware updates for like streaming services and stuff in the past. Now, if they didn't do this in yeah. my a while ago, because you got to think this partnership has been something that's been in the you know been something for a while I mean, now. Hopefully, they. That's it. That's it. That's it. Remember when people were talking about the dongle? 
you know, the dongle they got Xbox dongle. <laughs> the dongle that they I actually heard... had to redo again. Yo, I hate, yeah, well... I hate to interrupt you guys. Did you see Jeff Keighley pull it? Well, not pull it up, but uh, the, some dude apparently said that the Summer Game Fest would have God of War Ragnarok, uh, Elden Ring DLC, and it would release date for God of War Ragnarok. After the show, he commented on it and said, better luck on the next one. Oh, man. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Well, we oh, no, I, God of War is not coming out this year, so I, I think stop it. It's coming out this year. Anyway, um, that dongle, I, I heard that dongle was supposed to be something that you weren't supposed to just like, oh, I, I could just connect this to USB to my TV, but it's internal. So if that's in like hardware that's internal inside of these Samsung TVs, then a firmware update probably isn't going to be enough to get, like, say, last year's Samsung to have, you know, allow you to stream xCloud. You see what I mean? No, I mean, I, I'm with that. I'm just hoping, part of me just hopes that they actually had forward thoughts on actually getting some of this tech built in some of these TVs already to be able to uh, do something like that. But you're more, more than likely, you're right on the side that you're thinking of. When it comes to that, and you're gonna to have to go out and buy a brand new QLED if you want this to happen, <laughs> or maybe not. It probably not a QLED, but you know, a Nano or something. What I, the, I think it's little... a feature of the market with new Samsung TVs. Like mm-hmm. Samsung's gonna be out here marketing, hey, look, all in one, all in this TV, you can play Halo and Gears and and Forza, and you know, Halo Gears and Forza. You can, you can play all that like all through this TV without having an Xbox, and maybe you just like. Maybe they'll throw in the Xbox Series controller when you buy one. I mean, you're spending like fifteen hundred dollars on a TV, so why not, right? Um, I don't know, like like something like that. But as far as like a 2019 TV doing it or a 2020 TV, I don't think that's going to happen. So do you think we're going to? That's another thing too. So we already we, we talked about the um, the streaming stick that they went back to the drawing board on to basically reiterate on again. Do we think that? The, do you think this will be a selling factor for somebody buying a brand new TV in 2022 during Black Friday or something like that? Do you think the Xbox logo being on the TV will be a deciding factor for some people deciding on what TVs they pick this holiday? Yes. Why? Depends. depends on like, hmm. Go ahead. It's just going to be one of those things that it just depends how Microsoft promotes it with Samsung. Like if they if they just let Samson rock with it and not really try to like help them market it, then that's one thing. I don't think it'll really do nothing. But if they start putting connecting Game Pass with the Samsung TVs and you know, it, it just it depends on what is supported on there and how well it's done. If they're able to get like Fortnite or something on there too, along with Game Pass, then because you're going to get people in there with uh, with, with Fortnite. And then they'll subscribe to Game Pass later. It, it just depends on the the specter on how they actually promote the TV. If they promote it as all, oh, we could do all this and you could play games too. Or, you know, they, they really promote the gaming portion and you could watch TV. Then I think that would do a little bit more. I just don't know how they're going to do it. I think it depends on how good these TVs are. That Samsung is 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 pulling out this year. Like if I think, um, and how expensive if, they if are. I was right, that too, that, that too right? Because like if I am in the market for a TV yeah. this year, 
it's cool that you have Xbox integrated into this TV. I don't think that's well, me being a gamer that I, I, I care less for cloud than I do for like actual, like having the hardware and you know, right in my face. But, um, I'm probably gonna care more about like the performance of the TV. The do I have ghosting? Is this is this a is this a bad panel? You know, is it like what are the reviews saying about this TV and this performance itself? Like, is it really 120 hertz, or is it that fake 120 hertz they they try to pass off? Like, like I I care more about those things than oh okay this this one has Xbox integration but this one doesn't. Like that's more of like if I'm looking at two TVs and they're very very closely like performed closely together. And it's like, it's a toss up, which one I get, this one has Xbox integration and that one doesn't. Okay. Then I'll get this one. You know, at that point, that's like, it's like a tipping thing, a, a icing on the cake kind of thing. If, if, a, if, it, if it's a 60 Hertz TV, I'm not getting it. I don't care what it got in there. I don't care if it got Xbox integration, PlayStation integration, Epic game store integration, theme integration, 60 Hertz TV. It can stay right over there. I don't want it. So it's just like it's really. I think the the, the quality of the TV is really going to matter. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing too. Um, there's going to be inherently people <clears throat> that's going to go out and pick up TVs like this, especially if they do a good job in marketing it. But I do think it's going to be it's going to be very niche, especially because streaming still isn't one of the most viable things out there. A lot of people still can't do it consistently, even knowing it will be situated closer to your network when it comes to being in your own home uh, anybody that does do this uh it does pick up one of these tvs i suggest that you run an ethernet cable from where you are and hook it directly up to your tv so you don't have to really worry about the latency of your internet connection through wi-fi um that would make it a little bit more stabler for you too but uh, in general, I think it's a good idea uh, it's something that we thought they would do a long time ago and it finally looks like they're finally going to start doing that but moving on to the next topic we got the project Warcraft um bringing curated demos to the xbox game pass before, hey, hey, before you do that let, let, go ahead you right, read let me, it. Let, I, i'll take care of it um shout out to rob the don 202 with the five dollar super chat it says uh what's up guys just got in hopefully you guys enjoyed the above average fest <laughs> and hopefully xbox delivers these five games so that narrative can stop uh you know i agree i hope they can deliver those five games I hope, I, more than that i hope those five games are really good because that would yeah. definitely kill a narrative if I those games so. are fire then yeah then, then, sorry then about there's nothing uh, to talk about no you're good bro my, my headset died you're good, i uh one of the biggest reasons I want to see them deliver these games, man, is I just want to see how how the goalpost is going to be moved. Oh, that's yeah. all. Yeah, I definitely I want to see, want to see that too. I'm thirsty. I'm hungry to see that happen because the goalpost will move. It will be a different scenario. It will be not that Xbox has no games. It's going to be that Xbox don't have good games because they still can't score 90 or above in Metacritic. But now, why is it they're getting 90 and above? Then we really oh, got to see. Oh, really oh, man. It's really going to be crazy out here then. But, um, but go ahead. Uh, okay. Shout out to you, uh, Rob the Die. I really appreciate the super chat, too, by the way. Uh, did you say you wanted to say something else before we moved on to something else, Lomo? 
Or you no, no, we're good. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, just moving on to the next to the uh, last topic, we got the Project Warcraft. Uh, they are bringing demos to the Xbox Game Pass ecosystem. Uh, people were really, really celebrating the fact that PlayStation was getting <laughs> demos. And I was like, and I still feel the same way about Xbox. I feel like now I didn't read the whole article and see maybe it's not stated in there. I don't. Is this only time? Also, 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 there were people saying you shouldn't have to pay for demos. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have to. And that's what I'm saying. So. Let's, what let's part? Continue on. No, so what? That's why I said I didn't read the. I when I read the article, I didn't see it. So is this mm-hmm. tied to the very top end of Game Pass or just Game Pass in general? It wouldn't matter because you got to pay for Game Pass. So it, regardless if it's that, top end or not, saying. it's you, in Game Pass. It's in Game so Pass. So demos in Game Pass. Was this confirmed that it is going to be put into a Game Pass scenario, or was they just assumed it was going to be? Let me let me d- double check it. Uh, I'm trying to find the before I say. Do you remember yeah, the article or the, right the whatever? Okay. Yeah, I have it right here. Let me pull. I mean, it at the end of the day, like, look, like, I I didn't back in the day when they had demos. I didn't even really mess the demos anyway. Uh, I think you. I think it's okay to pay a subscription service that offers demos as long as it's like how EA Access does, where you have a certain amount of the game. And then after that, you know, you you're you can determine whether or not you want to buy it. I just don't want. Remember back in the day when they had like the best parts of the game demos. I don't want that. Hmm. Yeah, actually, this is um, confirmed on Xbox's website. So. Yeah, they, um, along with announcing the Xbox app and cloud gaming via Xbox Game Pass Ultimate would be uh, coming to 2022 Samsung Smart TV. So there it is, says 2022. Microsoft revealed Project Warcraft. It is a program that will feature new curated demos of upcoming titles for Xbox Game Pass subscribers. Rolling out within the next year, it will focus folks on providing independent developers from around the world more opportunities to build exciting excitement for their games. Developers who participate can see the performance of their demos and also receive compensation through Microsoft, but they didn't outline what this will entail. It will also allow for them to reach new audiences if they if the performance of Xbox Game Pass for various smaller titles has been indicated when um, they increase exposure and may be good for indie developers. Uh, so yeah, they're basically saying that this is something that's going to roll out in the next within the next year across Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, yeah. and you will be able to. And developers will get compensation off of those demos. Now, it's not as straightforward as how it is with PlayStation, where they say all games over thirty five dollars, and developers have to make demos and but, stuff. But those, those really games. aren't demos; those are time trials on PlayStation. Yeah, those that's are time like, trials. These are. Yeah. There's no work that's being done. Demos like 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 for example, Tales of Arise. Tales of Arise had a demo that was specifically made, and it was like it had basically it was an area in the middle of the game. You had to play like a good thirty hours before you even reach that point, that area, and then they created a quest for you to do a couple of quests actually i think for you to do that i don't even think those quests were even even like really in the game i don't, at least i don't recall doing them but um that was like that's a demo a time trial is just like hey look the game starts 
the, your clock starts. You got two hours. Right. If if you know, and and it's really like the developer doesn't have to do, or the publisher doesn't have to do. They don't have to like take a section of the developers and say, "Hey, work on this" or anything. It's just it's something all done within the PlayStation Store. Gives you access to the game. Once your two hours is up, look. Hey, if you enjoyed it, buy it. If you didn't, you know, move on. Which I do kind of feel like. On the other side, from the developer slash publisher side of things, I think those these devs and publishers absolutely count on people being interested in a game that they may not actually like, and they count on the fact that you buy a game and then realize, but that I I don't even like this, or this 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 the game doesn't doesn't like I I'm not feeling this. I'm gonna take it back, but they still got your sale. It's the retailer that got to take that game back. Right. There are, I think there are definitely devs and publishers out here who are just like, I don't want that time trial because I don't get nothing out of that. And then people could get some of those sales that would have been like, oh, wait, wow, I'm glad I did this time trial because this game is doo-doo. I don't want to play it. And, but, of, of course, that's great for us, but I can see devs and publishers being like, I'm not really down with that. So at least the way Xbox is doing this, it seems like devs are getting um, compensated for doing it. Now, on the flip side of it, as as for us gamers, if you don't have Game Pass, it's like, well, that it's a demo. Like I would like to play a demo of a game before I play the game. Well, I gotta spend money to subscribe to a service to check out a demo of a game that I may or may not want. You know, so it's like there, there's. There's different uh, levels to it, I guess. Um, but I don't, I, all, 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 you know, all, all, no one subs to any of these services for time trials or demos. This is like extra, you know, extra stuff that you may get that like is like it's cool to have in the service if you have it. But otherwise, like no one's subbing for either of these services for this kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I still don't just don't like the fact that it's part of a service where you have to pay for something to get something that inherently you got for free on other platforms. But uh, I mean, everything's about monetization at this point. You know, you have companies out here putting uh, more money and stuff into that. Uh, Shout out to Andrew Wilkins with the $5 super chat. He says, no God of War isn't delayed. Even if it was, Sony still has the best year. No racers come close to GT and quality and sales. Horizon Forbidden West is best looking game out. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to you, bro. Listen, God of War, I I will tell you the same thing I told Slow-Mo. Every day that goes by that that game isn't announced for a release date, I continue to win. Now I might you, lose. You're not listen, winning anything. Listen, listen, as long as listen, slumbo. <sighs> listen, listen. As long as that game does not have a it's release. It's not a thing, race. No, it's listen, not a race. It doesn't have it's, to be a race. It, listen, running faster me, than me, me because me no have, one's announcing anything. Slumbo, let me have my let me have my moment, slumbo. Let me have my my moment. It's okay. I understand. We know where you stand on this. I'm just saying. Let me have my moment. <clears throat> Whenever they release, trust me, I will be the first one to fall flat on my face when they announce a, a date for the God of War in this 2022. That's going to happen. I'm I'm going to bend the knee to you and everybody else in the gaming community because that's the square I'm standing on. But ultimately, until that moment happens, and every day that passes, 
your boy is winning. That's all that matters. Your boy is winning. And let's be for real. GT, uh, GT, sir. G, listen, fours are. Forza for the horizon is is amazing bro amazing and we we're not gonna we're not gonna try to second gaze and put two games against each other that you know it doesn't even really compare at that point <laughs> and then horizon horizon is a good looking game nobody can take that game nothing away from that game but um sooner or later something will come out that looks better than it hopefully xbox can accomplish that but as of right now you're absolutely right horizon is a standout game and it looks it's some of the best looking graphics out there and we'll get there and shout out to Erodimus with the fight out super chat you got to support the devs forte yeah man i support the devs <laughs> i definitely support the devs by giving by giving um them a platform for me to buy uh giving up giving them a platform to allow myself to give them money whenever i buy their games and stuff so they definitely get money okay. from me all the time forte. yes Let's 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 get to this last topic, bro. Go ahead, start it. So, Xbox Bethesda showcase predictions, right? Yes. Okay. I don't want to know. I don't. First, you, I, I'm scared to know what your prediction is about this. By the way, wh- why are you scared? Because it's gonna probably be. Why are you scared? It's gonna be something outlandish. No, it's not. Look, you why are you scared the, you to, to, to the know the future? Why are you scared to know the future? I, I, okay, because it's the future. Sometimes the future is scary. I, 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 I got ten actually. 10? So I, I don't want to say. I got. I don't. I don't. I don't want to say them all right now, and I don't want to take up too much of the time. So, for, but I, go ahead, Attic. If you have a prediction, I would like you to say your prediction first, he and was, then I'll, I'll add he, some he wants in. To steal then, your prediction, Attic. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm, I had them written down. Like I would screenshot this if, if I, yeah. Look, <laughs> just, just, just go ahead. Just go ahead. Um, a prediction. I think that you know what, Rand put this into existence, and, and I'm gonna stand by Rand. I think Final Fantasy VII about to get announced for Xbox at this show. Hmm. Interesting, you say that. Number six on my list is Final Fantasy VII Remake on Xbox, but not in Game Pass. Because, like, I think Rand said it would be in Game Pass, and I, that's one thing I think is not. It's not going to be in Game Pass, but it will be yeah. on Xbox. You know what's funny, Forte? Yo. Slow mo done copied everyone's predictions, but slightly changed. But it. did a slightly <laughs> no, change on their prediction. Yes. I'm telling you, there, there is stuff on this list you've never heard before. That's why you should have went first. All right, look, I, I'll just go down the list. All right, I'm going down the list. Okay, here we go. Now, now, the, the first stuff is 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 clearly things you've heard before. Things that are definitely going to happen because it's obvious. Like a Valve gameplay, that's obvious. Starfield gameplay, obvious. Redfall gameplay, obvious. This is not obvious. There's going to be an Xbox Elite Version 2 Controller Design Labs. Oh, Lord. If they, if they did that... You get that... to design your own controller. That's Elite Controller. And it's going to be like $250 or something like that. It's going to be ridiculous. And the cost is going to be crazy, but people are going to do it. And I will buy one. I see. There we go. So this is this is why they're going to do it because pe- people wouldn't buy one. <laughs> yeah, they should have honestly. Um, number five, 
is uh, IO Interactive's game with dragons or something like that, whatever it is. What, like, Project yeah, that, Fantasy finally, or whatever it is. Yeah, that, that's finally going to get announced. Uh, um, I think I actually, that was one of my predictions for uh, for you guys too on the ILP when you guys did your show. Um, I did number six already, Final Fantasy VII Remake on Xbox, but not in Game Pass. Number seven, no Forza Motorsport for 2022. Yeah, it's not coming out this year. Cool. <laughs> when Look, is that game going to ever come out here? <laughs> who knows? But it ain't coming out this year. I'm telling you, it's not coming out this year. They're going to show it, and they're going to be like 2023. It's just going to say 2023. It's going to be no date. It's just going to say the year. Um, they're going to be. This is going to be a Game Pass family plan. Plan. Yep. It's going to be like you sign up for Game Pass. And then everyone under you gets game. Well, that, that they already do that. It's gonna be something else. Like you're gonna add people and look. It's 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 a thing. I don't know what it is in detail, but it's a thing, right? And then number nine. Here we go. Right, number nine. Mm-hmm. They're making a Daredevil game, oh. and it's gonna be announced that it's being developed by Ninja Theory. That's very specific. That's very specific. Okay. Right. <laughs> and then and and then number ten, number ten, last one. It's gonna be an acquisition. They have acquired the Sobo, which is the reason why Plague Tale 2 is in day and date in Game Pass. And 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 they got this long contract thing going on with a Sobo doing uh Microsoft Flight Simulator. So those are my predictions. You know what it you know what it sounded like when he said his predictions four times? What did it sound like? It sounded like some PlayStation insiders gave him a list of stuff to say <laughs> on the show. <laughs> you know that, that that might have been right. You know, look, look I will freely admit some of that stuff is pie in the sky. If it if it turns out right, I'm gonna be bragging all across my Twitter timeline for like a week kind of stuff. But you know, like I think some of the like half of it's gonna happen. Sertaz said Daredevil, where'd that come from? I don't know, man. The PlayStation Insider. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I just want to see a Daredevil game. And then I thought about like who 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 of their studios can do a Daredevil game? I think Ninja Theory probably could do a really good job of a Daredevil game. So there you have it. Yeah. Daredevil Ninja Theory. If it turns out that happens or it's somewhere in the future that happens, remember here, I said it first. Me. Lomo backslash me, yeah. But that's all I got. That's all my prediction. Specific. It's so easy to be wrong. That's very, (laughs) very specific about what he said. How much you want to bet? If they, if Ninja Theory announces a comic book hero game, he's gonna try to take credit for that. I was half right. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, if if Ninja Theory is doing, yes, I will absolutely. You just because I got the hero wrong doesn't mean anything. It's the developer in a in, in a specific genre of game. That's that's two out of three. Sir Taz said, uh, uh, "Black uh, Black Myth uh, Waku Black uh, Myth Wukong will be Wukong Black, Black Myth. Myth. I didn't know what the name of that. I thought it was the other way. I, I was about to say something to him about it, but um, yeah, he said that's going to be Xbox exclusive, PC exclusive." Mm. Game Science is the developer. It's a Chinese developer. A lot of Chinese developers seem to have a lot of 
uh, good relationships with Epic and Sony. Um, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Although, uh, Bright Memory Infinite is made by a Chinese developer, and that one has leaned towards Xbox. So there's a possibility. I guess there's a, there's a <laughs> chance for that. But I, I'm a little. I I, I, I think that that one's probably going to be a multiplayer. True everywhere. Serum says Jim gonna be mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you think, Addict? So, all right, you you already gave some of them. What do you you got anything else you want to add to it? I'm actually starting to believe this avowed might come out this year, uh, but I, I I do think that we're going to see a a good segment towards Japanese games, where like Persona's announced, Final Fantasy's announced, Persona. Yeah. And they're all coming to Game Pass. <laughs> okay, that you, you guess. You guess no, I was acting crazy with Daredevil here. Come so, on. So, so Daredevil isn't crazy, but Persona. And oh no, no, Daredevil is absolutely crazy, but Persona is even crazier because that game is like a mainline Persona. I think has only been on PlayStation. I believe none of them have been on any other platforms. Even with like they even well, except for PC, Persona Four Golden hit PC, but like to get that on Xbox, mm, times have changed. So. I I can see it hitting a Nintendo Switch before it hits an Xbox. Mm. I see it because the Switch has got. Staged. Hmm. Who said it being on that stage? Mm, you see, you see what being on that persona. We'll see. I, 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 I'm gonna see. That's that's a that is a super long shot. That's a hail mary with two seconds left on the clock. I don't, I don't know about that one. Oh, a hail mary, basically. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys said a lot of good things. Like, I do think the avowal thing is really interesting. It always interests me to see what they would do. To fill that void and if you could fill it with a another rpg um that could get and that was like one of the other games that was at that original showcase that really got people excited i think it wouldn't i, I think it would actually kind of do wonders for them when it comes to this holiday they could actually do something like that i don't know if that's going to actually be the thing for the simple fact that we haven't seen anything it would basically take the place of what bethesda usually does in their uh mantra of re showing a game five to six months out and releasing it you know that would right. be kind of the situation that obsidian would be in and i think a lot of people would be interested to actually see that happen so i just don't just know playing on on stage and say you know what it just works <laughs> it just works <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey whatever whatever hey listen man they we we always said like i remember somo said that obsidian is probably one of their best studios outside of playground games and stuff so uh if anybody could pull something like this off and they actually been working on it for over three to four years then it's a, definitely a possibility that would be a shock to the system if they could get it out i still I still sit on the on the mantle that I think Game Pass is still going to be a huge. Well, we all know Game Pass is going to be a huge part of it, but I do. I think the biggest thing that they're going to do outside of just talking about you know games that are going to be releasing, like showing Starfield and stuff like that, I do think Game Pass is going to get a huge inf um, infusion from um, ABK. 
I do think that those games, some of those games that are no longer part of marketing deals and stuff like that when it comes to like Call of Duty, where they can actually get those games and put, and put it to Game Pass as quick as possible. But, but, but you think those games are coming now, even though the deal's not done yet? Because I think those games can come now. They're not tied to any deal or anything. They can they can negotiate a deal to get those games inside of the service now if they wanted to. Um instead of waiting till the actual deal is finalized they are but they also already said that the deal is accelerated they still say that they're looking at the end of the year for that deal to take place but they can def they can easily announce that you know coming this holiday maybe not the whole slate but you got to remember how many um Bethesda fallout did. 3 and stuff hit game pass before bethesda was a part of xbox dishonored this, was took off game pass and after that deal was announced they put it back they on put it. it back on so yeah so so games can so was doom eternal yeah doom eternal did too they took it on they took it off and then when it when it launched into game when they finally got the acquisition to go through they put those games back into the service so I'm not saying that all the games will come because it will be like a piece of a case by case basis, but I do think we're going to get something from the Activision Blizzard um, lineup put into Game Pass um, sometime this year. I think you're going to see Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Get, uh, announced to go on. Yeah, I'm going to say that actually for the show. They're going to announce Overwatch and. Uh, Old Call of Duties going on Game Pass. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're gonna get all the old Call guess, of Duties. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's not Every, bad. Yeah, I'm thinking too. everything up until Van. Well, not Van because Vanguard. Diablo still, Three Reaper Souls. Oh yeah, Diablo Three Reaper Souls finally going there too. Um, but I think everything Call of Duty wise up into what would it be Cold Cold War because the Vanguard is still technically under marketing rights from Sony because it's still under that same <clears> year. But I think everything mm. before that will be inside that service, uh, and they will announce that as one of their infusions for uh, Game Pass that would get people excited for you know just the prospect <clears throat> of what they can do once they do get the acquisition to go through, and they can put those games natively inside of Game Pass day and date when they release. I think that will be kind of like one of their mic drop moments outside of whatever they're going to show at the end of the show, which. I will ask you guys. I think Avowed is going to be at the end of the show. What do you guys think? End of the show? End of the show. I think they're going to end the show with... It's either going to be Avowed or something else we haven't seen before. <clears throat> something else that we don't even know about. Like 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 Redfall, like last year. Last year, Redfall ended the show. We didn't even... Like, I, I, although we heard rumors about what the game was we didn't really like no one had ever really seen it before so i think it would be avowed or something like that the only way i see avowed being at the end is if avowed comes out this year okay so you so what do they you... end that i think if it comes out this year they're gonna end that one more thing is gonna be avowed and at the end of that trailer it's gonna have the release date and it's gonna be scheduled for this holiday okay um uh... What is a chance? Okay, so a couple of people in the chat, I see um, Orgy, he's saying that it's going to be something that's unannounced. <laughs> do we think that we're going to get, do we think it's a better chance to get something that's unannounced or something that's already been announced that we just haven't seen gameplay yet that's going to be at the end of the show? The The ending of a show, I know a lot of people think it's preserved for like unannounced titles. It's reserved for shock value. Right. And I don't right. see anything beating shock value. What beats 
avowed coming out this year. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Now, if it's coming, if it's out, coming this year. out this year, yeah, if it's coming out this year, I don't see it. if it's not coming out this year, it's then gonna be like, like it could be Indiana Jones or Compulsion or something. Yeah, like Compulsion's that. game. Yeah, that's yeah. what that guy Sweetie just said. Indiana Jones, Compulsion ends the show. Big memo. Shout out to you, Mo, for coming through too. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different ways they can go, you know, ending of the show, but we all know that the pacing of the show starts at the beginning. What do you guys think opens the show? Starfield. Oh, Starfield. Definitely Starfield. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I think. Starfield. You said the one Redfall. thing. Yeah, yeah, or Redfall. It's the one <laughs> it's thing. It's going to be one probably, of the delayed games. Yeah, it's, it's probably most of Starfield because that's the one that's more uh, more popular that people want to see more than Redfall. Um, they opened the show last year with Starfield. I think they're going to open it with gameplay. They're going to have Todd Howard come out and discuss some things, talk about uh, game mechanics, uh, show us a couple of things, like basically the things that they, they normally would do uh, with like their releases, uh, but probably not as in detail as they would did, would normally do in like back in the day with their own Bethesda shows where they had actually just like, it's, they don't really have to share the stage with Xbox back then. They could just be like, hey, look, this here's our Bethesda showcase. It's going to be five minutes about our other games. The next is 25 minutes. It's about Fallout 4 or whatever, right? So, like, they probably wouldn't have it be that uh, in detail, but I think they're going to show us a lot of it, and that's going to be the first thing that they do. You know what would be crazy? If they do end it with Fallout New Vegas 2. Hmm. Who makes it? I mean, they have, um, they have the studio that made the original. Oh, Obsidian oh, is making it. Obsidian is making it. They already the said studio. that. I think, yeah. I think it would be a collab between Obsidian and Bethesda Software, since they're both owned by the same company. They would it yeah. would be co-developed game. Yeah. Um, both studios have certain teams that's going. Like, I think they. I personally feel like they need to start doing that. Uh, you know, it, I think that it would be good. If you know, okay, like, obviously I've said it multiple times. You got you got a lot of people working for these studios that have potential but never get the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And I think you start picking people with ambition. You know, you don't take pick a lot of people from both teams. Maybe thirty from each team. Have them start co-developing games that make sense. Fallout New Vegas makes sense. Uh, you know. Rare doesn't want to make Banjo Kazooie. Have them team up with a studio of someone at Rare that can lead these people that isn't vital to the project they're working on, but he's got talent and he deserves a shot at working on his own game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. No, I definitely, yeah. I definitely uh, feel that. Uh, shout out to Rob the Don with the two dollar super chat. He says Indiana Jones or Mortal Kombat versus uh, Killer Instinct is the one more thing. And um, speaking of Killer Instinct, there's been a lot I of hope Killer Instinct. I'm gonna be real with you. Like, look, look, you guys are gonna love that, uh, but I'm gonna hate that. <laughs> like, because oh. I'm selfish. I want what I want. It, well, you want Fable to show up on the screen, and we know that's not gonna happen. No, I think. <clears throat> You know, if they ended it with Killer Instinct, I would be like upset. Uh, well, but they're not ending it with Killer yeah. Instinct. Nah, nah, not not that Killer be, Instinct is not. That would be the thing before look, the last thing. For fighting game fans, especially Xbox fans that are fighting game fans, 
they would probably love to see that. But I think I everyone else would be like, you really ended it with Killer Instinct? It all depends. You know, it, think... all, it all depends. Is them ending it also tied to the fact that they purchased and found a way to purchase Netherrealm as part of the announcement? And that they're making a Killer Instinct game with Netherrealm? Look, that, that might make it better, make it but better? I don't. I don't. I still don't think. I don't. I don't think you end the show with that. I still no, don't think you end the show with that. that is definitely an ending show worthy. Yeah, if, if they if they purchase Netherrealm, I don't care what game they put about, on the screen. How about this? Okay, how about this? But they they well, hold on when they when they acquired five studios, one of which was Ninja, shocked the world with Ninja Theory. That wasn't the end of the show. That was in the middle. Of the show oh, was in the end of the show that year. Hold on, hold on. I, I got I got a scenario for you guys. I got a scenario Go for you. Cyberpunk? In yes, like the middle yeah. in like the middle of the show, mm-hmm. they show Mortal Kombat 12. Which is and in then the middle the of it. Show, Phil Spencer comes out and says, We got one more thing for you. And then it's Killer Instinct. And then it pans out and what's his name's back up there with Phil. And he says, and we bought and we bought a we bought Netherrealm and Mortal Kombat's going to be exclusive and Killer Instinct's coming back. <clears throat> you said that's in the middle of the show? No, they show Mortal Kombat in the middle of the show. Oh, but then they the end, end it the with show, that. They show Killer Instinct and then he comes out and says that Mortal Kombat, they don't say Mortal Kombat's an exclusive. They just show they it tell as a trailer. You, when they show Killer Instinct, we bought Netherrealm and we own, and Mortal Kombat is also going to be an exclusive with Killer Instinct. Mortal Kombat's not big. No, now now we're in crazy, crazy so you, land. So you honestly think if they bought Nether Round Mortal Kombat's a multiplayer? Yes, absolutely. No, I don't. I don't, I don't no, ain't so. no way. Yeah, that's exclusive. I, ain't no way. I think I think that would stay multiplayer. I think it would. I think I well, think I, Mortal Kombat would stay multiplayer, but they absolutely would have Nether Round, like a team of Nether Round work on creating uh bringing back killer instinct and that will remain exclusive right i think that will work what happens if if do that. they end the show for mortal kombat versus killer instinct that would be even better that and that that, that that's crazy uh, I, and make that exclusive that'd be awesome yeah yeah I, I, I versus mk yeah. well that's why i'm thinking that's why i was saying if they do like i don't think killer instinct by itself can be the end of the show but if you tie it to an acquisition like netherrealm and say that the and they say that we're coming out with a killer instinct versus mortal Kombat or mk versus ki i think that could easily end the show oh, because that would I, that would that would send a shock wave not <laughs> only to the fact that you're bringing back mortal you're bringing back killer instinct but that will also start the conversation, like you just said, Slowmo. What happens with Mortal Kombat? You say it's going to still be multiplayer, but we already see what the conversation around Call of Duty was. We saw what it was for Starfield. That's just another six to seven month buzz of what they're going to do with another developer that makes a game that people love, and that would be an amazing now, way to end the show. Once they open it with Killer Instinct. They close it with Mortal Kombat. No, they, they don't close it with Mortal. I'm just saying oh, that I don't saying. think I don't think Killer Instinct's worthy of an ending show because, like, yeah. Mortal Kombat, you can open with Killer Instinct, and I think people would would get lit. Like, I do think they you can. can open I agree with that. that. 
Yeah, yeah, you could you could open with that because that that would be now, what a surprise and in, in a way to kind of set the tone for the show. Yeah, I can see that. What happens if they opened up with Killer Instinct and, set, and then and then and then they announced they bought they bought so it's like they open with Killer Instinct, announced they bought Nether Realm, and then show a trailer for Mortal Kombat Twelve. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would uh, be that would, cool. And then Phil Spencer comes out and says, "Now nah, I've done it. Shut up." <laughs> How if he comes out with a when he comes out with a Ki shirt on? Yeah, he says, "Okay, now you guys got your you, you guys got two games of the fighting market in the Xbox brand. Leave me alone. No more adding it, Phil. No at more any. adding it, Phil. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, well, guys, this was a this was a really great show. It's gonna be. I'm really looking forward to what the Xbox uh, show is gonna be about and uh, <laughs> what we're gonna see there. I mean, I always tell people don't temper your expectations. Uh, I haven't seen anybody like, and that's the funny thing. I haven't seen Aaron Greenberg come out and talk, say, "Hey, you know, talking about tempering expectations <laughs> or trying to set the stage on what's gonna be there, what's not gonna be there." It seems like they've basically just been letting all of the speculation ride. And I actually like that because it kind of gives me a little bit of faith that they believe in the in the show that they're going to put on and that they think we're going to be excited for that. And honestly, that's their job. Their job is to make us excited to play the games that they are <laughs> releasing. And you shouldn't temper your expectations t- to even think you should be disappointed. Now, if they disappoint you, that's their fault. That's not your fault. So I'm really excited to see what they're going to uh, showcase at this show. Um, it's going to basically set up the next, at least the next twelve months of Xbox. But for some people, this is going to be the this is going to be the the selling point for Xbox Series S and X for the next generation. You know that this is like a a really good point for them to kind of write the the ship when it comes to the different conversations they've been having with people. But mm-hmm. uh, with that being said. Gaming Attic, really appreciate you coming through, bro. Really appreciate you stopping by. You're always welcome in the house, man. We always love what you guys do over there on IOP. Love what you do with the Attic show every week. Uh, please tell us where they can find you and everything you got going on with IOP and your channel. You can find me on Twitter at Lord Addict IOP. I will be releasing a video tomorrow on my expectations to how I want a vow to be shown at the event. And then I'll be releasing one on Starfield uh, Saturday. Uh, so, you know, hopefully I, I intended to release it Monday and then another video Tuesday, but you know, sometimes shit happens. So it's okay. We're going with thir- uh, with, with Friday and Saturday. Uh, but, uh, but I appreciate everyone coming third, man, you know, hit, hit, hit that subscribe button, man. Stay. Don't, don't just pop up in here, but hit that subscribe button. It's right there. It's below the save in the clip, in the clip feature. If you're on a phone, I don't know where it's at because I don't, I don't have my phone up. But you know, hit that subscribe button. You know, there's a little like button too. Like hit that too. It's down there below the prediction uh, text. You know, there's a little, there's a little. There you go. There you go. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, really, really appreciate you. And shout out to you and um, shout out to your co-host, um, Hustle and Motivate. Haven't seen him here today, but he's he's super busy and he's always out supporting the community. So make sure you check those guys out. Uh, slow-mo, <coughs> Slamonious, Backslap. Um, you have a, a nice little drive ahead of you tomorrow, and I can't wait to get you back into the community when it comes oh boy. to me. <laughs> right, exactly. I know how you feel. You're like, man, I really don't want to do this, but I know you're ready to bring yourself back home. But um, please let everybody know what you got going on on your channel, what you got going on in general, <laughs> and uh, where they can find you. 
Uh, first off, Attic, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, I, I love the energy you bring, a uh, d- different dynamic for us uh, to have in the conversation. So, you know, definitely a great show. Glad to have you here. Um, but me tomorrow, not tomorrow, maybe tomorrow? It depends. It depends on how I feel tomorrow. But at some tomorrow. point, it's probably going to be Saturday, but at right. some point I'm going to stream The Quarry because it's coming out tomorrow. Um, but if I'm, I'm driving back home, I'm probably not gonna do it tomorrow, so I'll probably do it Saturday. So look out for that. I'll be streaming uh, my first playthrough of that, and then, um, unless it, something comes up, I definitely will be doing the, the uh, live reaction to the Xbox showcase uh, on Sunday as well. So okay. look out for those, and I'm still working on my, my game engines uh, video, so you know, just you know, it's still in the works. You know, I, I like to take my time with this stuff, so it'll, it'll come out eventually. Yeah, absolutely. And um, make sure you um, check out Slowmo on Sunday because he will be the one that's going to be streaming the Xbox uh, Bethesda showcase. Uh, I will be joining him as soon as I get home from work because I have to. I don't get off work until one o'clock that day because of work situation. So he's going to be streaming it. We're going to be reacting to the whole show. Uh, we'll give our opinions and stuff after the show. So definitely. Don't miss that out. But, you know, we're, we're not going to be the only ones doing it. Just check out your favorite, you know, place to do it at. That's always welcome. And um, just make sure you come through and check us out to see exactly what we thought about it. But outside of that, Gaming Forte everywhere, YouTube. Before, go ahead. Before he ends this, I just want to acknowledge Hustle. I am so sorry. Forte called you I said Hustle, hustle and Most the Weight. No, you do not say that. <clears throat> no, no. Gregory, got, Gregory can't hear. No. Yo, no, Gregory, I, did I heard not the say same most thing. Away. I and I was not, like, I, I was like, butchered muscle. You just called him muscle. I said muscle <laughs> and motivate. Stop this. Stop this. Stop this. This is not funny. Oh my God. Hustle and motivate is the name. Shout I out to Hustle. hustle. <laughs> Shout out to Hustle. You called them, you call them <laughs> Muscle and Motivate, which actually doesn't sound like a bad name at all. Muscle, I, I don't, muscle I don't, and Motivate. But then, yeah. and then, but then Hustle and Most of the Weight is, is, is <laughs> that. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shout out to him, bro. <laughs> muscle and Most. Away. All right, shout out to you guys. Uh, make sure you uh, check out DPS <laughs> podcast next week on Slowmo's channel. Going to be live um, at 9 p.m. Uh, make sure you sub to this channel over there and uh, appreciate. We got up to 91 viewers. Really appreciate the uh, turnout and the love. Shout out to everybody that did the super chats, all the new members. Um, you guys will um, definitely be getting more content on this channel. We appreciate you. But outside of that, enjoy the games you're playing. Enjoy the rest of this <clears throat> weekend. And uh, you guys have a great week. Peace. Peace.